The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. The fan is the college football voice of the South. So let's go on campus. Presented by Infinity of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth or shop online at infinityofgwinnett.com. Let's start with Nick Saban. Never at a loss of opinions. I think he was on the Stephen A. Smith podcast and he was asked about Bryce Young and his size and will that be a factor at the next level. Well, this is what he had to say and take what you will from this Domino. We've all seen the 6'4", 225-pound guy that can throw it like a bazooka, but he can't make the choices and decisions. He can't distribute the ball. He can't throw it accurately. So who's the better bet? I'm going on history and production and performance, and Bryce Young's done it just about as well as anybody. It sounds like, and a lot of people are agreeing here, Domino, it sounds like, without mentioning his name, Nick Saban is talking about Anthony Richardson. What? Sounds like. What? Now, he's not 225. He's, he's 244. But I think you get the gist of what Nick Saban was saying. Hmm. Impressive. But can you throw accurately? Can you read a defense? Yeah, I think what Nick is saying is if the underwear Olympics are the reason you're taking a guy, you ain't watching football. Or you don't know football. One or the other. He's just been on a roll lately. His three opponents in the SEC. The rule changes. Rule changes, yeah. And then now this. All right. What he can do is he can just say, you know, there were people who didn't think Jalen Hurts could play. That's that's what happens. There are people who think there's no universal on any of these guys. I'm just telling you. I've seen a guy play in big games. I've seen him win in big games. I haven't seen the other guy do that. And uh, Young will get his chance Not unfair, to, by the way. Yeah, I know. Nothing unfair in what he said. You build him up and you break him down. It happens all the time, this time of the year especially. His pro day, he didn't do anything at the Combine except for interview. Bryce Young is going to be March the 23rd there in Tuscaloosa. So he'll get his chance to prove his wares. Incidentally, George's pro day is coming up on the Ides of March. Beware the Ides of March. I guess Georgia doesn't feel that way. It's happening May the f- or March the 15th, I should say. Not only that, they're going to run out from under the tunnel, under ladders, and then they're going to break mirrors all over the place. They don't care. You can't stop us. We're two-time, two-time, two-time national champions. And you can't stop college football. Um, attendance was up along with ticket prices, NIL riches, uh, coaching salaries. But attendance at the FBS level rose 5% this season. It doesn't really sound like a... A huge increase, but um, not since 1982 when attendance rose an average of just over 9,000 per game from 1981 has there been a, a larger increase. So it's the second highest average. It's not big time, 1,992, but you have to go back that far to see an attendance increase that much. It's a problem, much like the NFL. It's a problem. People want to stay home and watch these games. They have better options, yes. it seems, at home. Yes, it's, it's not the all-day affair. It's the here's-the-block-of-time affair. Now, if you're going to, hey, man, you're going to shorten up the game eight minutes for me? That's another reason I ain't going. My couch is going to be even I'm just better. telling you, being at the Chick-fil-A Beach Bowl, I, I missed out Yes, on a lot. I've said it for years. I, I don't bang on anybody. Your fandom, to me, is not measured by how many games you go to. 
If that's what you want to wear on your sleeve, great. You're doing it and other people aren't. I'm not knocking you for doing that. I'm never going to judge anybody on their fandom by how many games they attend. I just think the one thing you have to do is show the replays. Show the controversial replays. People are paying too much money for those seats not to see it on the big board. That high-definition big board that's seemingly in every big-time stadium now. They deserve that. The fan base does. I, I also, here's what I miss. I miss commentary. I just do. I miss commentary. I'd like to know what guys are talking about. Part of our job is, why weren't they talking about the, uh, he just blew a timeout? Part of our job is to come in on Mondays, whether it's Saturdays or Sundays, and say, you know, the commentators missed out on that. But they yeah, had part of our job is to actually watch the games. Yeah. Some and people in this business don't understand that. Who won last night? I, I don't know why you don't know who won last night. Anyway, that's another story Wouldn't for Wouldn't a better time. question have been how or why they won? At least give me the idea that you know who won. Why, when, how, where, what. Don't, get, don't ask me how. Uh, no, you can ask me how, don't ask me who. Who is not an acceptable question when you're in this business? Who won? Not acceptable. Look, you're going to miss things every now and yeah, then. Yeah, sure. But in this day and age, you, you should know everything still. Well, that would be like me coming in going, oh, is Ted playing today? How'd they do? It's unacceptable. Or during the season, who pitched last night for the Braves? Like the next day. You should have known that yeah. like prior to the game. Uh-huh. Maybe even the day before you know, the they, actual Unless game. it's undecided, which happens every now and then. They, TBD. Yeah, they well, you know what they did? They, they put actually, somebody on the mound. Yeah, but they actually do list, for the most part, yeah. the pitching matchups earlier True. in the day. Anyway, uh, getting back to college football, Georgia, to a certain extent, wants to rebuild their offensive line again. Remember, there were questions around this offensive line last year. They only allowed nine sacks in 15 games. Just to reiterate, they averaged five and a half yards running the ball. They passed for nearly 300 yards a game, and they averaged 41.3 points an outing. It goes back to what we said. More often than not, you're going to lose guys. That's going to happen, and you're going to lose coaches. That's going to happen. But if everybody's on the same page at a place like Georgia, what do you do? You reload, you plug other guys in, and that's what I believe they will continue to do. You're going to have a dip. Everybody has. The dips are going to be a little bit different now because maybe you can avoid the dip with NIL money. Maybe you can avoid the dip. You know, you had to get your resources up, indoor facility, weight room. That's all good. There's been no college football team that hasn't suffered the dip. I keep going back to it. Alabama, oh, all Nick Saban did was show up, and that's that's Alabama. Alabama, you the one that was 54 and 46 before he got there, firing coaches? Texas, USC, you, Oklahoma, Nebraska. Georgia's going to dip. The dip in the NIL world is going to be an interesting watch uh, because I almost think you can make up for what would be the normalcy of a dip by throwing money at it. Speaking of money. I have a list in front of me. Who's the highest paid SEC basketball coach? Easy question. Just uh, John Calipari. Right. He's on the books for eight and a half million. Who's the lowest? <sighs> what do you think? The, the, Is it Jerry Stackhouse at Vanderbilt? Lamont Paris at South Carolina makes 2.2 million. That's the lowest. I'm going to say something. The SEC has gotten better as a conference. They brag about the fact that we have the fourth most wins in the NCAA tournament in the last six years. Okay. You built it up. You made a conscious decision to build it up. What are you winning? Now, maybe you don't have to win-win, but are you really, are you in bragging territory? Because you're paying coaches. You got $5 million coaches to the left of me, $5 million coaches to the right of me. And Nate, Nate Oates got his bump. He's at 3-4 on my list. I know he's, he's higher than that. Musselman at Arkansas is going up, I think, over $5 million too. 
my point is, don't brag about having the fourth most wins and then tell me your basketball conference is, oh, or this. Go win, a, go win a title. We have a couple of teams in the Final Four. And it's not total wins in the NCAA tournament. It doesn't impress me. If you get enough teams in, you have more chances to win. But if you're fourth best at something, are you really best at something? And will it mean more this tournament, as in will the SEC capture a title? Uh, you brought up Nate Oates. Brandon Miller yesterday, ahead of the SEC tournament, spoke publicly for the first time since everything happened. And he said, um, I never lose sight of the fact that a family has lost one of their loved ones that night it happened the whole situation is just really heartbreaking respectfully that's all i'm able to say on that and that's all he said freshman of the year sec player of the year only the fourth freshman in the last 50 years to lead the sec in scoring along with rebounds he's also tops in three pointers made at 40 percent taking 90 making 92 i should say he didn't have to say a ton but he did have to say something because you can't take the floor with enough people. And I'm not saying everybody knows every circumstance. Boy, they read the headlines. Why is this guy still playing basketball? So he had to do something. It wasn't long. It wasn't Q&A. Um, does it sound like something a, an 18 or 19-year-old could say himself? It does. Now, again, I don't know what happened, and I don't know what's going to come out. But he had to say something. That's all Nate Oates should have said. Oh, no doubt. Out of respect for the family who lost a loved one. Yep. I, it's an ongoing investigation. Yeah, it's not fair to say anything. He went to the well again of just not being smart enough to be smart enough. The young man don't know what's going to happen. He did what he had to do, and he did it well enough where you then go, he at least addressed it. All right. Also yesterday, Syracuse, they finished their season losing in the ACC tournament to Wake Forest 77-74. to I guess Jim Beheim is stepping down, but... No, no, no. What's the confusion about this? Why is this all so confused? <laughs> but that's what he is. That's right. not confusing. Well, just give this a listen and, and go back to what Did the we dump that? Well, I, I think pe- people may have heard it uh, on the app. I don't think we could dump things on the app. But it goes back to uh, Domino calling Jim Beheim uh, a Richie. Take a listen. I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long... I, I think you missed it. <clears throat> well, I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday, and I gave it in the press conference afterwards, and nobody except Will, William Payne figured it out. Are you, are you saying right now that you're, you, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, I but you're I not saying... I just said it. I don't know. So you don't know? Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you, you're not sure whether you're, when will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. She, right, wasn't, so. she wasn't hearing. This isn't confusing. The question had to be to him, have you told the university you want to coach next year? That's a yes or no question. Have you told the university you want to coach next year? Then if you say yes, and they send out an announcement yesterday that you're not, they fired you, let you go. Uh, gave you the key to the city. I don't know what they did at that I point. I retired last week, but I'm not retiring. But I want to come back. But I retired last week, but it's out of my hands. What he said is, at the end, you're asking the wrong person. You're talking to the wrong guy. He's right, because he, you know we joke about guys who keep showing up even after they've been fired. He's not going to have a parking spot. Did you want that parking spot where it said Jim Beheim head coach and they took it away from you? Then you're fired. Let go. 
It's real simple. He just told you. That's stupid stuff about last week on the court. No, on the court, I retired, but it's out of my hands. Why be a jerk? You're a Hall of Famer. He's been that way for two years now. I know. You're not going to be celebrated the way you should be. Have some pride. Have some dignity. It's been my honor to be here for this long. You're talking to the wrong guy. Oh, it's it's been your honor, huh? It's, it sounds like you got a USA Today under your It team. sounds like he's trying to be passive-aggressive, but isn't uh, really doing uh, all that well of a he job. He got fired. I would defer to you because you're, you're the expert in being passive-aggressive. He had an opportunity yesterday to say, I am retiring. So and it sounds like... Said, Good, thank God he said it because we're going to have to put out a release later today. So it sounds like a forced retirement. That's what it sounds like. No, it's a firing. Let me tell you what a forced retirement is. We're going to fire you. <laughs> okay. Well, he didn't say he's... But what... What they're going to tell you is uh, if you don't say you're retiring, we're going to fire We're sending out a release. It's all typed. Right. It's been typed for weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been an honor, but it ain't going to the wrong guy. Yes or no? Did you tell the school you would like to coach next year? It's a fair question to ask. Yes or no? You're talking to the wrong guy. No, I'm not. No, no, no. You would be the one because yes. I'm looking directly at you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Ballou here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.